Welcome to episode 100. That's right, baby. We just hit triple digits here on Dr. Me First. I'm your colleague in medicine and your coach in life, Dr. freaking Aaron Wiseman, and I'm so excited. Oh my God. Episode 100. When I started podcasting early in 2018, and I'm talking about just getting interviews and trying to figure out which kind of microphone to use. I didn't even know if I would make it to episode 100, and I'm just so excited to be here. I'm so grateful for everybody who's been on the journey with me, and I'm just ready to go for another 100, because why not? Sky's the limit at this point. We'll be Before we jump into this solo cast today, which we're going to be answering the question, is this really my life? I want to take a moment and express a huge amount of gratitude. First and foremost, I want to thank all of you, my binge listeners, my listeners from episode number one, my newbies who just jumped in. I want to thank you so much for checking out my podcast, for listening to new episodes, for emailing me when either something really touched your heart or really pissed you off. I do this for you, and I'm just so thankful that I have all of you out there in virtual podcasting world that hang out with me each and every week. I have to give a special shout out to Jen Eads with the Brassy Broadcasting Company. She was the woman that empowered me and got this podcast off the ground, and then again empowered me to say, Erin, you can do this. Fly, baby bird, fly. So Jen, you're amazing. Thank you so much, and I greatly appreciate you. I have to shout out too to all my virtual friends out there, people who I would have never met in real life if it hadn't been for the internet and the beauty of this technology. So you know who you are out there, all of my virtual BFFs. I want to plug a special thanks to all my guests who have come on here. They received no compensation, but just sassy and witty comments. So thank you so much for everyone who signed up, and I can't wait to see who's going to volunteer in the future. Thanks so much for my in real life friends, because without you, I don't know if I would stay sane. So thank you. I want to thank all my medical students and my residents who think it's totally awesome that they have an attending that podcasts. I want to thank all my coaching clients for letting me use their stories and their successes and everything that they bring. You guys are amazing. I'm so elated to be your life coach, and I just can't wait to see how you tear this world apart. I have to thank all my coaching colleagues and my personal coaches. A special shout out to Kate North across the ocean in the UK who we talk every month and I'm just so grateful for you, Kate. I want to appreciate the Women in Medicine group in Vincennes and the amount of vulnerability and openness that they have brought to that group and just the amount of healing and less burnout that they're bringing to their community. A big thanks to the Physician Coaching Alliance. You people are amazing. I'm so glad that we are setting up a coaching network specifically for physicians. And last but certainly not least, I would need to thank Craig Camden Briar and Catherine, the people who put up with me day in and day out, who love me even if I get up and go to work in the morning or I work in yoga pants, if I make them meatloaf or throw cereal at them for dinner. You guys are amazing. I love you. And I hope that you know that that will never, ever change. So thank you so much. Sorry for getting sappy. Had to do it. Episode 100. Okay, let's go ahead and start the solo cast. Is this really my life? Here we go.
So the question, is this really my life? I think that can span across a spectrum of utter and deep despair all the way across to utter elation. And why I say this is because right now I am recording this episode 100 in a fancy schmancy hotel room on the 17th floor in Kansas City, Missouri, a few hours before I go and accept award for being a prominent young alumni from my medical school for my physician coaching and this podcast. I'm sitting here and just utter all that, is this really my life? Did I really just have a plane flight compensated so that they can come and give me a ward for the work that I'm doing in wellness and well-being and in physician health? Am I really sitting in a fancy schmancy hotel room and had lobster last night? Is this really my life? It's so funny to think about that because I was absolutely on the total other side, not just five years ago. I had dinner last night with a close friend from medical school, and we were just talking about that. And one of the questions she asked me was, what do you think it was that caused you to be that desperate, that much in despair, that broken and burned out? And we had a huge, long conversation over said uh, plate of lobster. Actually, I think I had shrimp and salmon and maybe some calamari. Anyway, it was delicious seafood as I diverge. But anyway, as we talked about that, we continued to kind of kept going back to like, no, this really is my life now. And I kept saying, the grass really is greener on this side. Seriously, friend, it's really so much better. And she asked me too, how how did this happen? Like, how did you make it? How did you get to the other meadow that is so much better and greener? And I told her first and foremost, I think it was about getting some internal awareness in myself, like what was really going on. And we talked about how even as a medical student, uh, just that internal wiring that kind of gets started to get changed pretty early in that the what I call the superwoman complex Um, to do all to be all to be better to strive for perfection even though sorry perfection is not attainable but I told her I think first and foremost it was that internal figuring out and then we talked about all the external factors that went into it and what just kept grinding me down and you've heard in previous episodes where I talk about death by a thousand cuts and she said Aaron but how do you know how did you know how to make a change and I just told her I had to I could not continue keep to keep living like this I couldn't sit back and say oh my god this is really my life and this is gonna be my life for the next 30 years I knew I had to make a change and I knew it was super scary to make the leap if it was something within medicine or completely getting out but when I asked the question of this is really going to be your life if you don't make a change do you really want this as your life I had to answer no and then we even talked about further in our conversation like How are you going to make sure that you don't go back into burnout? How are you going to make sure that you're more aware and attentive to that? And I told her, definitely. I think through the past couple years, I've had some moments where I thought, holy shit, this is coming back. It's, it's, the walls are starting to close in. What is going on? But I think also once you've been through it and you see how much better it can be, you don't allow yourself to get 
so down. I mean, I have new coping skills. I actually ask for help now. I actually feel my feelings instead of swallowing them down. I actually let myself rest and don't stay borderline dehydrated, probably with a creatinine of like 1.9 because I never took a drink and I never went to the bathroom. Like I have those self-protective measures in to ensure as a safeguard that I'm never going back there again. And through that conversation, I could tell she was really, really processing and thinking hard about, is this really my life? And what do I want to do in the future? So I want to encourage all of you and say, it doesn't have to stay in brokenness and burnout. It really can be joy-filled and sustainable. And like I always say, that you absolutely freaking love. And I know that it can be because I have so many amazing stories, not just personally, but with other people who I've helped make radical transformations in my life. Recently, I just made a pretty short list and I want to share it with you. So these are all amazing things that real life people have actually done and that I have been their coach to help them with it. First one, she moved countries and started her own innovative practice. Another one, saw the relationship she was in for what it was and she got out and she's doing amazingly better now. Another one, navigated bullying in her practice by her partners and has gone on to build an amazing side hustle business which is beautiful and is life-giving and she loves and by the way, she's still doing surgery. Another one, he calmly quit his fellowship training and found his exact fit in an industry that he always dreamed to be a part of. Another person gained the confidence to say, what if, and leave a job that was slowly killing her to explore new opportunities in medicine that would fill her up while taking care of her baby. Another one, she came to me absolutely hating her job. She wanted to try to figure out a way how to salvage what she was doing, But lo and behold, she got fired from said job. But you know what? When she came back around to to coach for a second time, she was in such a better place. And she had actually been working to find new jobs. And now she works three jobs for which she absolutely loves. And she's actually home a lot more. Another guy I was working with realized that his mindset of, I should have chosen better, that he kept beating himself up about, God, why did I do this to myself? I should have chosen better really had a huge shift and realized I could have chosen a better program, but I chose a program at the time that seemed like the best decision. But now I'm going to choose something different. And I'm so proud of him for seeing that. One of my other clients, she was feeling the trauma of burnout hardcore, like third degree burns, just painful healing, scarring, retractions, all of that. But through coaching, got to a place of acceptance, of balance, and she was at least able to start rediscovering the questions of, what do I want to be? And one of my clients recently, which I have loved working with, is so motivated now through the work that we've done that she is actually starting to write the children's books that she's always dreamed about. I really could go on and on because these are real lives. These are real people. They're really my people. And I think it's absolutely a freaking amazing. And I'm so excited to be gearing up and getting ready for 2020 
because if these are just my 2019 stories, just think about what's going to happen for you in 2020. All of you out in the Dr. Me First community, you guys are totally badass, and I seriously love hanging out on with you, be it email or Instagram or LinkedIn. I think that this community that has been built through the podcast is just bomb ass amazing. And so in order to keep this going, I want to coordinate, lead and facilitate more things where we can build each other up. So starting in January 2020, there will be the Dr. Me First Mastermind. That is right. I am bringing masterminds into medicine. And if you don't know what a mastermind is, it's where a small group of like-minded individuals come together for a shared purpose to help to encourage, to inspire, and to lift each other up and grow in ways that they wouldn't be able to individually. And plus, you get me as your coach in addition to that. So if any or all of these questions you have thought, then your booty needs to be in this mastermind. Okay, so here's the questions. Are you frustrated with your work-life balance? Do you love medicine, but you're finding the day-to-day grind is just absolutely horrible? Do you have a business, a side hustle, or are you thinking or dreaming of starting a business, but you just don't know where to take it to the next level? This mastermind is where you need to be. So each member who joins, I'm going to ask for them to put some skin in the game to get totally committed. Because again, the purpose of this mastermind is to provide accountability, encouragement, and help to develop the the areas of your life and your work that you're most struggling with. So my goals for this six-month mastermind is one, encouragement to keep you excelling in what you do. Two, motivation to do only what you love and to cut out the crap. Three, learn to love yourself. That's all of you. The good, the bad, the fugly, the hot mess, the mistakes, the success, the achievement, the learner, the person you are. And four, I want to help you lean into your full potential and value and learn to ask for it always, 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 full ass, not half ass. So what can you expect from this mastermind? Well, what it's going to be, like I said, it's structured over six months. And then each month we are going to take a specific theme and work on. And within that month, there will be one group meeting session that we all get together. There will be a study hall. And what a study hall is essentially just like when you're back in school, you get together with a group of people, you agree to work a certain amount of time, and you show up and you do that work. And then also within that month, you get a private one-on-one coaching session with me. So in all, you'll get six group sessions, six study halls, and six coaching sessions. It's going to be a bomb-ass deal. Enrollment is starting today, and the meeting dates are set up on where you enroll at. So we'll be meeting the first Sunday of the month and the third Wednesday of the month. And the themes that we will potentially be doing, again, we're going to discuss them in the group and pick our top six, but this is kind of what I'm thinking. Here's some examples of the themes. Determining yourself and your self-identity and business identity, your value and your worth, money issues, how to level up, healing old wounds, rewriting the hidden curriculum in your brain and the stories we tell ourselves, creating boundaries and structure, developing the front side of your business, developing the back side of your business, and developing the heart 
of your business. So each of those themes will have assignments, homework, and some accountability work. So hooray for worksheets, because you're gonna get that in addition to all the meeting times as well. And so by becoming a member of the mastermind, you are committing to showing up and getting the most out of all of the meetings and coaching sessions, bringing your whole self to them, doing your homework and assignments the best that you can, being honest but kind with all members, and making sure that you put your skin in the game by paying your membership dues. And then my commitment as the leader of this mastermind, I am committing to bringing all of me, being totally transparent about my journeys, my successes, and my struggles, coaching you to become your best self by being unbiased. I'll be totally not judgmental. I'll shower you with kindness. I'll give you some small pushes when it's needed. And I'll definitely be the shoulder of support when you need that as well. And I will definitely keep you accountable for the six month period. So I can't wait to see who is gonna be interested. Of course, you're always more than welcome to send me a message, let me know what's going on, if you have any questions about the mastermind, how you get signed up, all of those good things, they'll be in the show notes, you can check those out. I just can't wait to see which group of people come together for the first six months of 2020. I mean, what an amazing way to start this year by kicking it off with people who want to have the exact same goals, who can help push you beyond, and hey, I get to be your life coach then. Wouldn't you love that? I know I definitely would. So think about it. Like I said, let's get as many people signed up as possible because the more that we have, the better. And remember, your life, your calling, your pulse matters. And hey, happy 100 episodes! Heavy lids.